0: Hey guys, I'm so excited that I get to talk to you about Enneagram Sevens today and what they want in marriage. It is such a joy to be able to have the space to not only share with each other over the airwaves, ish. Now I don't even know if you'd call them airwaves, ether, but either way, either way, I want to let you know that talking about this with you outside of this podcast has been a joy to me because I've been hearing from Jen and others that you guys are liking these mini shorts. So I'm glad because this is just a one-stop shop for us as we remember what we like to be loved with in our typology. So cool because as we think about how we typically love in our own love styles or love languages, sometimes it's that reminder of like a child would say, I don't want socks for Christmas, We're also saying like, I know you meant well when you loved me with your style and like we ultimately want to accept anything and get the rest from God, but it's still no fun to write out a whole list of what we want and then just get the socks because that's what our partner thought we needed. So that's my first analogy for seven, I think, is that we do add a lot of fun and we do add a lot of bursts of joy to our spouses and we appreciate getting some of that back, not to an ad nauseum level because two Jim Carries is just no fun, right? But to be honest, when my husband can bring me out of my five focus place and just add a little fun and sparkle to my life as a type seven, I appreciate that because I don't always have the sunshine to give. I think, however, another thing that sevens really enjoy about their partners is when they can allow them to be themselves in full color. And by full color, I mean not just the bright yellow sunshine, but the dark blue, purple, bruised portions of our days that just happen to saturate our lives sometimes too. Shocking to some of you. Or even the dark blackness of not knowing. We hit a lot of existential walls sometimes as type 7s. And we really, really appreciate when our partner can walk through that with us. And that's been very meaningful to me when my partner's been able to say, okay, like, wow, you hit another really difficult space. And I didn't expect that because you're my sunshine person. But I also get that you're a human being and you're allowed to hit that. So that's a really big message for those of you who are wondering what sevens want in marriage. It's wow, marriage is really long. So we're going to hit some dark nights of the soul. Are you going to be there for those two? That's a question that sevens are always wondering as thinking types. Because if you remember, the core issue of a seven is feeling like they'll be on their own and that others won't be able to take care of them. So hence the constant plates in the air and doing it all because yes, it can get sloppy, but there's the sense of I'm just the only one doing it here and I'll make the best of it. It's not the sense of, oh man, I'm the only one doing it here woe is me it's no problem, I've got this. Now, as we get older, we try to focus more. We try to get all those different wheels of the Enneagram turning so that we have an integration with all the other types. Hopefully we're investigating which areas we're low on. Could be a wing we don't identify with, could be an arrow, could just be if you take a basic truity test that you look at the wheel and you see which which areas are you not high in. So it could be any number of these ways where hopefully we're doing that work too, But we're also trying to make sure that at the end of the day, we are finding a spouse who can handle all of the rhythms with us and and see us through all the different seasons. When we have that with ourselves, where we're allowed and giving ourselves permission to rest, and with our spouses, where we're having that same experience... It's not going to be that now the 7 doesn't have any energy and they're not at all extroverted and they don't uh, like verbally processing. It's going to be that they still like verbally processing, but they also enjoy their quiet time. And they know that they need rest because they've been hit in the face too many times to not realize that. And they know how to hopefully do that with grace now. But it doesn't mean that they're no longer going to be a seven. So you don't have to worry about that. If you're a spouse, like, oh my gosh, what if I let them go there? Are they ever going to come back? And Yes, they are. doesn't mean they won't need some help sometimes or a medical intervention where you guys say, let's talk to somebody about this. But it, it usually will just come back automatically. And in fact, sometimes you guys will have to force each other and not the, the nasty way where, where it's controlling, but just kind of say like, hold on, let's stop together and look and see, are you moving so fast that you're really not trusting that I'm helping you as a spouse? And if your seven says they are, then ask what you can do to help them to feel safer. Not more fun and not more joyful because they'll always want to overdo. But just what would make you feel safer? And that's a different answer usually. It probably won't be another trip or another item. It probably will have something to do with being given space where you're parallel processing together, where you're near and they know you're near, but that you're not on top of them. Because like five, sevens really like that parallel space. But they know that a lot of other people like to be 24 seven chatting and talking and connecting. And that's not always super easy for a seven to connect at the heart level. So that's why they can overdo. So just so you know, if you can offer them safety, it might mean we're here together, And we're in the same home or the same room, but we're quietly doing our own projects. And that feels just so joyful to a seven. And it's a deep kind of a joy. It's not the frenetic, wild, racing heart. Um... But like I said, sometimes that comes back too. So don't worry if you're like, oh no, they're not happy all the time. Like that's normal. That's okay. That's good. But when they do need to process something, um, it is nice for you to be able to say like, how can I make you feel safe so that you can process? I know something happened in your life and it's probably a good idea to at least acknowledge that because that is a very loving act. So it's not only what sevens Want, it's what they need. And then, like I said, what we also want is somebody who can hang with us in all of our moods, as well as lift us up when we're feeling down. Because when we visit that space, that dark night of the soul space ourselves, it's not just our spouse questioning, can they come up out of it? Sometimes seven is too. Sometimes there's the fear of if I visit that space, I won't be well to come back up. So it can really help to have a spouse who says like, let's get the momentum going again. Like you got to cry, you got to wail, you got to mourn, you're lamenting for three hours or an hour or half hour. But um, some, some of you are probably like 10 seconds, but however long it is, just having a spouse know that you need to be lifted back up could be a security blanket that could help you to do the work you need to do emotionally. So have a conversation together. Um, I will tell people in my family, I know I need a good cry before it even happens. And that's a little bit of a cue of, hey, if I don't come back from this, come get me because I feel scared that I could stay there all day. And I think that that's really unfortunate because it's unlikely to happen. That's not usually what happens, but we have different survival pieces that remind us of memories. Or um, for me, I can remember times when I was newly hormonal as like an 11-year-old and I was crying every day. And I remember my type 4 brother was like, oh my gosh, she's crying every day. And I remember feeling like, oh, Like, I'm disappointing people, but I couldn't really get a handle on it. So it actually helped me to hear him say that because I started to self-evaluate a little bit and say, like, is this necessary? Unfortunately, I self-evaluated to the point of thinking it wasn't necessary or practical at all to do that. So this is an um, uh, episode where we're kind of getting emotional. And I'm just saying that because it is the biggest piece for a seven. When you look at their arrows and you look at their wings, what they don't have is an emotional center. And that's just what they need. And that's the most loving thing you guys can do for each other is to be whole together in those spaces. Help them to find ways to self-soothe. You will not regret taking time to figure that out. But as we end this episode, the other thing you can do is you can let your seven play. You can let them be creative and imaginative and Give them time to focus on their discoveries. Help them to stay with projects and take deep breaths and continue to use their one to perfect and just allow them to bring the world the light that they have to share because they do have a lot of light to give. And you know, you can't catch a moonbeam or a sunbeam, but you can join them sometimes or you can say, please let's rest. And if you can find the ways to safety with a seven and it will be different through different iterations of life, then you guys will find your way together. I promise, because that's what they're looking for is safety with you. So be safe, offer grace. They have an inner critic too in their one space and I hope and send you guys lots of love because I'm very excited to see what happens from this little episode. So you guys have a great day. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as anyagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.